Live. Yes. Welcome to Tea for Lunch, the show where we serve up the news that you need to know in 15 minutes or less. If you're new here, we'll come at you with a main story covering some sort of marketing angle. Could be a summary of new technology, breaking news in the industry, or trends that we're watching. Maybe something about the Kardashians. Uh, You can catch the show on Instagram Live Thursdays around 1230 Mountain Standard Time, or you can listen the repeat every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Um, If you don't know us, I'm Mel, and this is McKenna. Hello. How are you, McKenna? I am good. Just got back from two weeks off. She's a married woman? She's a married woman. I, yeah, got married and went on a honeymoon back to back. So just getting back into the swing of work things. That's it. How about you? You had a birthday? Um, I'm pretty good. Yep. I had a birthday. It was lovely. Another year older, uh, wiser, hopefully. Um, But yeah, things are good. It's the... The, what did you call it? The It's your year. Uh, like Saturn tw- return. Saturn return. I think 29 is your Saturn return. Someone c- um, confirm in the con- in the comments. <laughs> um, but apparently that's like your whole life changes at 29. So Good. we'll see. Good. Okay. Jump into our first story of the day. TikTok is loving this one. Aritzia released their first ever like a co-branded style influencer collab for the Sunday best line, but there's some tea on it. The line is promoted in collaboration with Emma Chamberlain. We love Emma Chamberlain here. Um, Ritzy has been using images of her in the clothes and posting about that as their marketing campaign. But when you look at the line, it's not really anything new and it's not like a line designed by Emma, like you sometimes see with influencer fashion collabs. Or anything new at all, right? It's or, like, yeah. Like, no new products. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like products, a lot of stuff from last that I saw last year, a lot of just typical items that they just basically put Emma in and call it that. It's interesting. It's their first time doing anything like this. Yeah, I kind of have a hot take on it, and it's like not the hot take that most people have. I've been seeing on TikTok people – um, calling this out and saying, you know, that they were hoping that it'd be something new. And like, I just think that we need to look at it for what it is, which I think is just a marketing campaign. Yeah. I don't think that they're really misleading, misleading people that much by saying like, oh, this is like a line by Emma Chamberlain. I think that ever, all of it has been very, um, like vague mm-hmm. where it's just been Emma, like in the clothes and like photos and videos of her. And like, she looks great. The Sunday best line, I feel like fits really well with her style. Cause it's all like basics. And I like the Sunday best line. It's like definitely one of the more affordable ones at Aritzia. And I love Emma. And I think that this was like a really good play on Aritzia's part because Emma has like so much influence yeah. and people look to her for trends. And like, I can imagine that this is probably going to drive a lot of sales for them, but I was so curious as to how much that they would have had to pay Miss Emma because she's a massive influencer. She has so much reach and I have no insight into her rates, but I know that it's probably a lot. I, Intel that I have scoured has not provided anything fruitful, but I know based on past campaigns and stuff they've done, it is not a small fee Yeah, they would have paid. Yeah, like... Hundreds of thousands, potentially, potentially in the millions. I, so it's, it's a good like brand alignment. I just think there is that mis. People are picking up that it's misleading and that it's not really a collab. It's a marketing campaign. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe if this performs well in the future, they'll do a line with her. I think that like to do a whole line, especially because Aritzia doesn't really do that. They haven't no, really ever never. done a collab 
um, where someone is like designing designing the line. So they like, don't even do it with like fashion designers or anything. Yeah, exactly. So be interesting to see. Yeah, but anyways, I loved the campaign. I think it looked beautiful, and I mean, I don't really need to be convinced to shop at Aritzia. <laughs> like, I just it just takes all my money anyways. So yep, yeah. Um, so the next news story we wanted to talk about Instagram updates. Um, there's always Instagram updates; like it just never ends. And the life of a social media manager is just every morning you don't know what you're going to wake up to. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I saw was a lot of people were sharing this graphic that was telling people to turn off your precise location, and people yeah. were freaking out that Instagram had this new update where it could pinpoint and share your precise location and. Mm-hmm. I saw that going around and whenever something like that kind of catches on, I always like am skeptical of it as a person who works in social because I find there's always so much inf- misinformation and people literally look at one graphic that's made by like whoever and they just share it and spread it as if it's like truth. And yeah. it's, it's like, well, where are you getting this info from? And so people were, yeah, like freaking out. There was tons of TikToks on it. People were like, oh my God, our personal safety is at risk. Yeah. And while there definitely is like when you're, if you're on social, your location and your data is like being sold to people like 100%. But I think this specific situation, um, Instagram came out and like addressed it and was basically just like, mm-hmm. this is not true. Yeah. Um, they use your location if you have like enable location services. And that's to bring up like, if you're typing in a location for mm-hmm. the location sticker, like your location is not being pinpointed and shared with people. And so I just, it was another like eye roll moment. I know that people are like personal safety and internet safety is really important, but that graphic, it just like, I saw it everywhere and people, it was like fear mongering to me. It was crazy. I saw influencers on TikTok making videos that it like explained how a stalker got to their home from using that. And it's just like, there's what other factors are you at play. saying? There's so much more going on here. And I also remember this being a thing like eight months ago, the same story. Well, and I think that people, here's the thing. If you're concerned about your per- personal safety, don't post on your Instagram story where you are when you're there. Yeah. I think that that is giving people access to your location way more than Instagram, the Instagram app itself. Like the Instagram is not sharing your location without you doing something. I do know that if you have like precise location and then you like tag your, in some cases, like if I say, oh, I'm in Calgary, Alberta on my post in feed, but your precise location is on check where that location is. Cause that location could be your home or your neighborhood, but you're setting that yourself. Right. So just look into it. So some of the things when this all came up, some of the things just like a little um, reminder to people is check in your security settings. So Mm -hmm. look at your location settings. If this is something that you're concerned about, like look into it and do the research yourself. Just like don't see one graphic and freak out and decide to delete Instagram. Um, update your email and phone number, um, so that you won't get locked out of your account and then turn on two factor because another thing is that you could run into issues with safety if someone hacks into your account. So turn on two factor, um, and then also check your login activity. So I always do this, um, and just see if there's like anyone logged into your account. That's not you. Yeah. Cause that's something, um, that you should be looking at. And then um, there's another feature that um, Instagram is launching and they're basically copying Be Real, which is no surprise, but um, they're launching candid challenges and this is being tested. And basically it gives you a notification just like Be Real and it gives you two minutes to post what you're up to. And it takes a photo of what's in front of you and what's behind the camera. So literally exactly like Be Real. Um, it's just being tested so far. I haven't seen it. Um, but I really like Be Real, and I wonder if people are going to 
keep using Be Real or if they're just going to use it on Instagram. What do you think? I find this so interesting because when they brought out Reels, they were like, we're not copying TikTok and now they're doing this. And this is such a blatant Be Real ripoff. Like, how can you say it's not that at this point? But that's okay. They'll just keep gaslighting us that they're the original ones and that it was their idea and that it's not a copy. I don't know. I, I'm the person, like I like TikTok for TikTok and for what it is. And I like Be Real. And I feel like in at least my social circle, I was pretty early on in Be Real for that. And I'm, I'm going to stay there for it. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to, plus like my audience on Instagram, I don't really necessarily want to share that with them. Unless it's like maybe a close friends thing. I don't know. What's funny to me is on Be Real, I have like all of my coworkers. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's like, yeah, you're showing like more real stuff, you know, but then it's like kind of funny because it's like, actually a lot of people won't even have their coworkers on, on their socials because they don't want them to see like what they're up to. And then for me, it's like the only people I have on Be Real is people I work with. Yeah. But I always like, I'm conscious of that. I'm not, yeah, I don't know. I I know who it's going out to. Yeah. I don't have many people on Be Real at all. I've actually like turned down requests from people I know. Oh yeah. I'm getting random requests and I'm just like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. I'm going to say no. But I've also heard that internally, like at Meta, like they have whole project names and it's like specifically to like take down this app or copy this (laughs) app. Like when, when they're trying to gaslight us, like it's so obvious. We know internally that Mm -hmm. there's, they have meetings where they're like, okay, Be Real is doing this. We need to do this. Like there's no way that they're not. There's at least just be upfront about it you know Mm -hmm. i don't care yeah anyways maybe one day like adam osari will like leave instagram and write a tell-all and we'll be like yes we knew i would pay i would would pay so much money to read that (laughs) yeah someone needs like an exclusive with him if he ever leaves or actually maybe not him we need someone on the ground (laughs) we need someone on the ground floor we don't need the top dog we need a whistleblower we do there's been some in the past but we need i don't know we need a whistleblower from like this past year because things seems like things are going crazy on they'll make, Instagram. They'll make a Netflix special someday. Hopefully. Okay. Our last story, we'll talk about House of the Dragon. So this is the new Game of Thrones spinoff, and it secured the top spot for HBO's largest ever marketing campaign. This campaign had a $100 million media spend. $100 million? $100 million, Just for their media spend. Um, and it's wow. said to have reached almost 130 million people just in the US, which I can attest to you because being in LA last week, there was not a block you could drive down that did not have a House of the Dragon billboard. Right. It was the billboards everywhere. in LA are crazy too because it's all everywhere. entertainment. It's so interesting to see. Um, and I think it paid off. The premiere was their highest, um, one of their highest viewership-shipped items that they've ever premiered um, with nearly 25 million viewers on the first episode. And then what is actually interesting is when the second episode aired this past Sunday, it had even more viewers than the first one. That doesn't happen very often. Are you a Game of Thrones girly? I am. Okay. I'm glad there's one of us here. (laughs) I was hesitant um, at first because, I don't know, in my opinion, I've never experienced a spinoff that I actually enjoyed or that was like long-term success. So you're like fully caught up on Game of Thrones. Yeah, I've watched it all twice. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and then you'll be watching this. Yeah, I've been watching this live. Oh, you have? Yeah. And it's good? I really like it. I think the difference between Game of Thrones and then House of the Dragon is this is more so far centered on one family, whereas Game of Thrones at any point had like 18 different storylines. So I'm interested to see if, A, if they'll do more of these spinoffs that are just going deeper into these singular storylines or 
if it'll branch out and bring in more storylines. Question for you. What um, platform are you watching this on? I watch it on Crave. Okay. And that, yeah. cause that's where you can get HBO. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Yeah. It's very interesting. And I don't think you have to have had watched Game of Thrones to watch this show. Oh, there's enough context. It's like 174 years before like Game of Thrones time. Okay. So yeah, we'll see. I, I don't know. How do you feel about spinoffs? Do you think that they are successful? Um, like most of the time, no. I know. And like sometimes even when I think of like, um, you know, them bringing back like Friends reunion or stuff, it's like it's just never the same as the original. I'll still watch it for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's never the same as the original. Um, sometimes they're good. But yeah. Um, I don't think there's ever been one where the spinoff is better than the original. I know. Right? And I think that's what makes this really interesting. And I so far, I am more invested in this than I was when Game of Thrones came out. So we'll see. Interesting. I was hesitant, but... I'm going to need some like reviews from you okay. on it. Okay. Maybe some TikTok videos. Some tea. Um, so before we end, there was another story that I wanted to shout out. And this is just kind of selfishly for me because I love internet drama, like internet specific drama. Yes. And basically, you know, Miss Addison Ray. So her parents are currently in a dumpster fire online. <laughs> and this is because... So Addison got really popular on TikTok, obviously. And then sort of like Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio's parents, like the parents get involved Mm -hmm. and they start creating their own social media presence, which is so weird because they end up getting a ton of followers. So like Addison's parents, um, mainly her mom, Sherry, started being in content with Addison and they would like do dances together. And then she started her own TikTok and got tons of followers. But the content is pretty cringy, as you can imagine. Yeah. So then anyway, so then they basically became influencers themselves. But then now... There's just this whole thing that's happening because Addison's dad was cheating on her mom. I don't know any of this. This is why I'm breaking it down (laughs) for you and for the viewers. Um, uh, Addison's dad, Monty Lopez, he's a character, not in a good way. Um, He was cheating on Addison's mom and that came out online. Someone like leaked a video or something and that came out online. So then the parents got divorced. Like they were fully married before this. Then they rose to fame with their daughter, who's like 19. And so then they split up. Okay. So they split up. Sherry's like, who's Addison's mom is doing her thing, living her life. Then the artist, Young Gravy. Do you know Young Gravy? I do. Okay, Young Gravy, he was, I think, making some jokes or something that he was, like, seeing Sherry, Addison's mom, and everyone didn't know if it was true or not. And we just got confirmation that it is true. They walked the red carpet together. And there's probably, like, I don't know, a 20 or 30-year age difference. It's giving Demi and Ashton vibes Mm -hmm, from back in the day. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And TikTok is going crazy about this because there's this video where – Young Gravy is, is like saying something to Sherry and people like read his lips in the video and people think that he said, it's okay, baby, come here. And so people are just like creeped out, but also just confirmation on this relationship. But what I'm concerned about is Addison is just this, you know, innocent bystander in this. And she, I've heard, or like she put out a statement where she's like, she wants nothing to do with it. She's unfollowed her parents. I don't know what their relationship is like in real life, but I just feel like when parents of influencers start to like get in the game themselves, it's like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I'm, this is so interesting to me. (laughs) You didn't know any of this. I, I like saw like the young gravy and like Sherry's stuff, but I didn't have that like background context. So honestly, I feel bad for Addison. I think everyone's going to come after her for it or like she's not come after her, but 
I feel like in a way she sort of takes the heat. Yeah. Well, unfairly. her parents are being really messy and Addison is like, we've seen her in the past like year or so, tr- like become a real like professional. And mm-hmm. she's like, has her hand in really like big projects. Yeah. And she's, she's kind of like more so entering into the realm of like real celebrity now. And this is very much like messy TikTok influencer drama that I feel like some people in the entertainment industry like wouldn't want to touch. So yeah. anyways, I just had to bring that up because we considered <laughs> it being one of our main stories and McKenna didn't know much about it. I don't think lots of people know about, or I don't know, maybe it's just my hole on TikTok, but I just had to, I just had to get that off my chest. I had to bring someone in I need, on that. I, yeah, and now I'm invested. I yeah. have, I'll send you some resources. So many thoughts. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to us. Um, now that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Till next time. Bye. Bye.